on, <laughs> let me try. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna get it. Oh, uh, what's up, everybody? I just wanted to have a uh, you know a celebratory intro. You know, happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> I swear on New Year's Eve I could do that. Uh, pretty well. I have one eyewitness, so, you know, take it or leave it. But, uh, what's up, everybody? Happy New Year! I hope everybody is enjoying this New Year. I hope everybody is, uh, sticking to their resolutions so far. I mean, we're, we're just getting into it. I mean, if you bailed now... If you bailed now... Come on, guys, you can't bail now... I mean, we're just getting started. I haven't even stretched yet. I'm still getting limber, you know? We got to warm up to the year. And you know what? If you do fail, that's all right. Make some new goals, you know? Let's uh, let's make it a good year, you know? I got I to gotta go for this podcast, you know? I would like to uh, see it through. And I'd like to hit the one-year mark of doing this. And I think that's a good goal. I think that's an admirable goal. Uh, not admiral, like, uh, you know, a sea captain, admirable. You know, it's just, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, that joke was so stupid. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, it's just good to set goals. It's good to, you know, try to do a little better than you've been doing, chase something you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I'm not here to be a motivational speaker, I am here to, first of all, uh, you know, congratulate everybody for making it to this new year. Uh, no, still don't got it. <laughs> so congrats. Happy 2022. We're in here. We're not out there. We're in here. We're doing it. We're living it. And we're going to make it good. So without further ado, we're going to start off this episode, as we have many others, with the What's on Your Mind segment. <laughs> I guess I really, maybe I should put working on my sound effects and my uh, bucket list. <laughs> but what is on my mind? Okay, so the first thing that's on my mind couple weeks ago, so this one, this is probably the most outdated piece of information on what's on your mind that we've ever had, but a couple weeks ago, I saw this woman, and I forgot to talk about it. I saw this woman, maybe it was two weeks ago, and it didn't make sense to do it on the recap show. Uh, you guys don't care. Okay, so I, <laughs> at some point in time, uh, recently, I saw this woman and this man they were a couple. Perhaps you're familiar with the concept. So they were this older couple, <laughs> and they were eating at IHOP, which if you're a listener of the show, you know my last and only encounter at IHOP was fantastic. I had the waitress whose mom was addicted to order groceries online. I had uh, that elderly couple 
the only, you know, only ones in there, blah, 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 sorry, Woo! rewind, the elderly couple who was, for the most part, the only other people in there, and, uh, you know, for being honest, it was really just the lady, because, uh, <laughs> you know, her husband, uh, his name might have been Dave or something, you know, we had to send a fireman, check on him in the bathroom, my man has a hard time getting around, so, uh, you know, by the time he got out there and took 30 minutes to sit down, his wife goes, man, you were in there so long, my mouth started to water looking at the menu. <laughs> by the way, she wasn't talking about pictures. I mean, she's talking about text. You have to be very hungry to read uh, read breakfast foods and your mouth starts to salivate. You haven't even seen a picture. Nothing. Just straight words. Uh, imagination. So, uh, <laughs> of course, I had to pick a good day. I was in a good mood to head back to IHOP. So I did just that. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting there. And first thing I notice when I walk in, everybody everybody in there looks like they're related, like all the employees. And I was like, is this a family-owned IHOP? <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. But, uh so, you know, I'm sitting down, order my stuff, whatever, waitress, super nice. But anyways, this elderly couple was sitting across from me, right? But I sat, because they stared at me so much when I walked up to the table, I was like, I can't handle this. So I sat in the direction where I could kind of see them out of the corner of my eye, but I kind of couldn't. <clears throat> and uh, so we're sitting there, and then they've been sitting in silence, uh, and I can feel them looking over at me. And then, uh, you know, they start talking about their grandkids, how one's jumping on the couch. You know, the girl just wants, you know, the youngest, she's a girl. and She just wants to do everything her older brothers are doing. And they're going on and on. And all of a sudden I hear, oops, I didn't mean to do that. And I was like, oh, no, what did she do? This lady, she accidentally... <laughs> It, she was so uh, so into talking about her grandkids to her husband, who's, you know, they're also his grandkids. She was so excited talking about her grandkids that she, or invested in, I should say, that she went to pick up the syrup, but she did not pick up the syrup. She picked up her cup of coffee <laughs> and she dumped it on her pancakes. <laughs> And then she tried to wipe it up with a napkin and her husband goes, did you mean to do that? And I was like, you think your wife puts coffee on pancakes and you're just finding out about it right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. I've never seen such a thing. Oh, that really blew my mind. <laughs> did you mean to do that? <laughs> brought me so much joy oh, okay <laughs> I have two for two I have is undefeated baby <laughs> oh, okay okay <sighs> serenity <laughs> oh that's too good Okay, <clears throat> in the, uh, oh, okay, 
So I have a couple more things for <laughs> what's on your mind. So one of them is quick. Uh, I went to get my oil changed the other day, and it is a place I have been going for a while, but they've changed ownership. There's some things different in there. So, you know, there's a few employees I've never seen before. And uh, this guy, this guy was waving a car in, you know, and uh, trying to line him up. And he's messing with him. He's jerking him back and forth, telling him, go this way, go this way. And uh, which is pretty funny. And then all of a sudden, I just caught like a glare out of the corner of my eye. And I was like, oh, my eye. Uh, because I, I, you know, looked over there. Then I looked straight ahead because the guy was, you know, working on my vehicle. And uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, what is that? Is that like a flashlight? And I looked, this guy changing oil has a full gold grill in it. I mean, my man was ice out in there. I mean, it was it was cold outside, but in there it was icy. <laughs> my man put that shine in his smile. He's got that glimmer and the shimmer. Uh, <laughs> I'd never seen such a thing. Uh, <laughs> I just cannot imagine. <laughs> Uh, what possessed him to wear a grill to work on cars? But he did it, you know, I guess you're touching grills, car grills, maybe you want a grill of your own. Uh, maybe there's some customization involved, who knows, but shout out that man. Changing oil in his gold grills, not taking a day off from, uh, you know, dressing nice. Even if, if, he, if he has to wear a uniform, he's going to dress up his mouth, you know? So uh, <laughs> shout out to that, man. And then the last thing I want to do for What's On Your Mind. So I was working from home the other day. And my neighbor, who is relatively new, I see them go back to their shed. And they get out this uh, lawnmower looking thing. And it has a plow on the front. So... Uh, he kind of goes from the shed in the back around the house and he starts to pile up slash, I wouldn't call it plow because he didn't give very far. So I would say he was, uh, you know, he's making a path right through his front yard. So the man starts in on his front yard and, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting here watching him. The man must not know about plowing. So you can't. And for those of you who don't know, you can't just keep going straight because eventually you're going to get stuck. You know, the snow piles up. I mean, depending on the amount of snow, but we had quite a bit of snow, you know. So this man's driving forward and he, you know, eventually gets stuck in the snow in his little lawnmower. So <laughs> he does what I can only describe as the, uh, you know, the rock the boat motion where you're stuck and you're on something. And you start shifting your weight back and forth to try and get unstuck, okay? But this man, I don't know if he knows how obstacles work, okay? So, like, <laughs> if there's an obstacle and you're stuck on it, you can't just shake your way out of it, you know? Especially when it's bigger than the, uh, you know, it's a real David and Goliath between his lawnmower and the snow, right? So, he gets off the lawnmower, and my man just, <laughs> he just stands there looking at the lawnmower. 
you know, not doing anything. You can tell he's thinking pretty hard. He looks at the back. He looks at the front. He gets back on, does the little rock the boat, gets back off, just looks at the lawnmower, uh, gets back on, finally decides to put it in reverse. And then he decides to go straight ahead at the same pile. Obviously, it doesn't budge. Uh, he gets stuck again, gets out, looks at the lawnmower, and I'm like, my guy, <laughs> you can't just, um, you can't expect to keep doing the same thing and expect a different result, you know? So you're running at a brick wall and you're not getting through. Chances are you do it again. You're not going to get through that time either. So, uh, he decides, <laughs> he decides he's done. So he backs it up, drives it back into the shed. I don't think he lifted the plow up. So what ends up happening, since he drove it into the shed with the plow not all the way up, or maybe it's as high as it goes up, is still a little bit down into the snow. At least I'm assuming this is what happened. So he goes to shut the, the shed doors, but there's snow in the way. So <laughs> instead of trying to move the snow, my man's yanking on it, shoving it, and then you can tell he just lost it. He just starts kicking the heck out of that door. I mean, just, uh, 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 just beating on this door. <laughs> and after a few minutes, he finally gets it shut, tries to close the, close the next one, same debacle. He starts yanking on it, and he just starts boom, 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 boom. He's kicking this door. He's had enough. And he kicks it so many times and so far, he kicks the door into the shed. So then he has to pull the door back out of the shed to line it back up. And I was like, oh no, this guy, like, he's having a hard time. I don't know where he's from uh, or his past encounters, but he's having a rough go. So, uh, you know, a couple minutes later, I see him. He's out uh, brushing off one of the cars. They got a couple cars. He's brushing one of them off. But I'm confused because I'm like, you didn't even do the driveway yet, so you're not going to get out. You decide to plow the yard, you know, and that didn't go so hot. So uh, I'm watching him. I'm like, what is he going to do next? He just lightly brushes off the car, goes back inside. And I was like, okay, uh, I guess that's it. So I thought that was everything. And then a couple minutes later, <laughs> my guy comes out with his dog, right? <laughs> And he's standing there, he's on his phone, you know, he could, you could tell he's a little agitated still. And uh, <clears throat> I realized maybe he might have plowed that path for his dog, you know, in the winter. But he's got a big dog. So, uh, you know, <laughs> the dog is on the path a hot second and then the dog just decides it likes to play in the snow. So the, do <laughs> the dog starts running around in the snow and you can hear, you know, you can hear him very faintly. But I can see his arms going and he's pointing and he's standing in a really shouting position, you know. But then the dog takes off around the house. So before you know it, he, he's trying to chase the dog through the snow. He was unable to plow. <laughs> and he is just yelling and he is ticked, okay. <laughs> and after a few minutes of that, he went inside and I didn't see him for the rest of the day. But uh, maybe he had to go lie down. But, I mean, he had the plow debacle. He had the door debacle. He had the dog debacle. And through all of that uh, strife, he had nothing to show for it. So <laughs> my heart goes out to that man. 
uh, I hope his day got better and uh, God bless. So <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's what's on my mind. And cut. Okay. <laughs> Marker. So I gotta be honest. I kind of rambled a little bit longer than I thought I would there. But I guess I had a lot to say. So, um... And what the heck, we'll do it. So I was having a, a little chat with my cousin the other day. And uh, he needed to interview me for something he was working on and... Uh, so it was a it was a fun, friendly discussion, and uh, you know a lot of intellectual thought. It was a lot of uh, it's good to get your mind going. You know, I had a few cobwebs up there, so it was good to do a little uh, little mid year well not mid year beginning of the year cleaning. You know, dust some of the stuff off, see what you need, see what you don't need, send some of your thoughts over to on to goodwill. So uh, you know, I sent. Since some things I had thought packing, but a lot of it was good stuff that I just needed to dust off. And uh, one of those little gems I found lying in the corner, uh, it just came up through conversation. And so I wanted to do, for the second time, a little segment I like to call, very original name, Story Time. Dun dun dun. No, it's not dramatic. Okay, <laughs> so we were chatting, and I don't know how it came up. Somehow it came up that I, I said that I have, you know, had the had the pleasure of chatting with some of our uh, law enforcement agents, uh, police, uh, <laughs> it's numerous times. Uh, they've uh, chatted me up as they've attempted to hunt people down and unfortunately I have never known any of them so I haven't been a whole lot of help but uh, I must look like I got a, a the face of a guy who's going to give you some information a guy who's been around knows what's happening and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered you know I'm all about teamwork <laughs> no, just kidding but uh, <clears throat> anyways so there was this one time where I was not being asked uh, to help find somebody, and this time was a little more uh, a little more frightening. So, uh, <laughs> one day, I think it was maybe in the fall or the spring. It was a little bit cooler out, you know. I do recall that detail. So I went to go visit my grandparents. Okay, and along the way to uh, visit my grandparents. I was driving and I turned down a road and ahead of me, I saw a bunch of smoke, okay? Now, I don't know how familiar you guys are with diesel, uh, you know, trucks and engines and whatnot, but, and I became uh, privy to this later on that this, there's something called rolling coal that uh, diesels do. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, the, the person who told me that. Uh, I'm very thankful you've bestowed such knowledge upon me. Uh, <laughs> so apparently diesels do this thing called rolling coal where they shoot out a bunch of smoke, right? And I don't know how it's done. I just know it's a thing. So I figured, you know, when you go around a corner, you know, when you turn, 
you put on the brake and you turn and then you hit the gas, right? So I just assumed that this vehicle had just done that and they had uh, rolled some coal as they went around the corner. And then when I got a little closer, uh, the smoke was still coming out, but I saw it was a sedan and I was like, oh, that's kind of strange for a sedan to be shooting diesel, but it was like an older car and, you know, you don't know what kind of contraptions, what kind of redneckery people get into. There could be, very well be, a vintage diesel sedan, you know? It sounds unlikely, I will admit, but you never know what kind of contraptions, what kind of ideas people have. So, I get behind this vehicle, right? It's still a ways up, but it's going kind of slow. And I get closer and I'm like, man, that smells horrible. Whatever kind of gas that is, like... Uh, that's some bad diesel. I don't know what's wrong with that car, but it smells horrible. And then, uh, you know, I keep going and I have my heat on because it's cold, you know. So all of a sudden uh, I start choking. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't breathe this air. So I'm trying to breathe, but I'm just choking it all down. I mean, it is thick and it it's literally suffocating me. So I'm following this car as close as I can because it's in a residential kind of area, you know, so I'm not trying to, like, pass it just because of oncoming traffic and the smoke I can't see, etc. So I'm literally choking in the car, trying to breathe, and my grandparents is just ahead, and I'm like, all right, if I just closely follow this car, I can make it. So I follow this car as close as I can, you know, not right up on it because it's putting out those toxic fumes, but I'm like, I don't know how long I can sit in this without breathing, so I, you know, I finally get to my grandparents, I peel in there, and I get out and I run into the house, okay? Because I'm like, I cannot breathe, I need to breathe. So I finally get inside and I'm, I'm out of breath, I'm... <sighs> and I tell my grandparents that I was following a car that must have had something wrong with it because, uh, you know, I couldn't breathe, I was literally choking on the air. So... Then, you know, I'm visiting with my grandparents. We're doing what we're doing. It might have been around the time uh, my grandma and I, at some point, and it might have been around this time, we actually turned a, a dress shirt into a pair of pants just for the experiment. So I think we were doing that. And uh, we might have been doing some measurements or whatever. So, you know, maybe 15 minutes later, there's a... a I either knock or the doorbell rang and my uh <laughs> my grandpa went to get the door and it was the police okay so so they open the door and he's like sir can you step outside and so they're talking out there and then he's like adam can you know he opens the door adam can you come out here so i go outside right me and my grandma get up go outside and the uh the officer starts questioning me right and he he eventually tells me that somebody with my same car color had been reported as leaving the scene of an accident, uh, a hit and run nearby. So, uh, you know, a little bit unfortunate, same color as my car. Um, so, so they start, they start questioning me, right? And they don't believe me. So they take you know, I give them, tell them my name, my information, they take my ID, they run it, and we're chatting it up, and uh, apparently 
you know, because I had been following this car that was putting off a lot of smoke, apparently one of the neighbors had told the police that who had stopped by that uh, they saw the smoking car stop in my grandparents' driveway. So, <laughs> a little unfortunate. So, you learn that, and you're like, oh, no. So, but, you know, if I'd been in a hit and run, my car would have some damage. There was no damage, you know. So then, you know, we're talking, and the police disclosed that uh, the person who was who got hit, they said that the person fled the scene because they said they had a warrant for their arrest and they they couldn't they couldn't hang around. So you would have thought when they ran my identification that uh, they would have seen I wouldn't have had a warrant. And by looking at my car, they would have seen there was no damage to my vehicle. But uh, they decided <laughs> that they still didn't quite believe me. Uh, so they decided to pull my grandpa aside for a series of questioning while uh, a second officer was questioning me. And uh, after about, I don't know, five to ten minutes of that, they asked for my ID again. And they ran me through the system again and looked at my car again. And at which point they decided that I was not the criminal. And then they decided to ask me uh, details about the person that I was following. And I gave them the same details, same story I'd been telling them the whole time. And then when they asked me where the person went, I said, uh, you know, I followed them up till here, but I saw they continued straight. And then they, um, they actually got mad and started yelling at me for not knowing where the person went. And I said, well, <laughs> if you hadn't sat here and questioned me for an hour, when I told you uh, everything that I knew, then even after it was clear I didn't commit the crime, then you would have uh, got a little better jump on finding this person. Uh, but I don't blame you. You're doing your job. But uh, this seemed a little unnecessary, a little excessive. So um, I didn't say that. I thought that, though. Um, so eventually, a little bit in a huff. Uh, they were nice guys, but uh, I wasn't entirely pleased with them. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to talk bad on anybody, but come on, guys. So uh, eventually, you know, no help of mine. They uh, got in their cars and they went out looking for the criminal. But uh, yeah, I, uh, long story short, I accidentally uh, or just by happenstance followed a person with a warrant and a hit and run uh, to my grandparents' house, and because I couldn't breathe, uh, I ran into their house, which the neighbor told the police, which made me look, look like a suspect, and almost got me arrested for a hit-and-run <laughs> that I had nothing to do with, all because I wanted to make a pair of pants out of a shirt. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think the moral of the story is uh, don't be doing weird stuff, you know? <laughs> Limit your ideas once in a while because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you never know what kind of trouble it's going to get you in. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that's it. So with that being said, I am very happy and appreciative to have shared another episode with you guys. I appreciate you listening. 
I appreciate you letting me get some of this stuff off my chest, and I hope that you guys enjoy it too, because don't think that I don't know it's weird. It's weird, all right? A lot of this stuff is weird, but, uh, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of fun and there's a lot of magic in the weird, so, um, and that's why I choose to share it. You know, hopefully it can, can help make your days a little uh, merrier, a little brighter, a little... Uh, a little more interesting. So, once again, thank you for listening, Fun Fifth Team, and uh, I guess we'll we'll chat next time. So, I'll talk to you later. Peace.